0: Welcome to the Restoration Church Podcast, Behind the Sermon, where we get to sit in on a conversation between our pastors and hear about what they're learning, what they're teaching, and what God is doing throughout our church. Enjoy the podcast.
1: Hello, everybody. Good morning or afternoon or evening, but welcome to Wednesdays. (laughs) It's the Behind the Sermon Podcast. Everybody go around. Give you greetings. Hey. Tell us
2: who you are. (laughs) I'm uh, Pastor Jeremy, Dover Location Pastor. Hey,
3: everyone. This is Stephen Johnson, Bethlehem Location Pastor.
0: Hi, it's Elisa. And Michelle from Milton.
2: (laughs) Why did that instantly turn into, like, a classroom
1: I don't know. I don't know why it was so difficult. I
2: don't know. <laughs> the, you listen to some podcasts and they, that you overlap each other. You yeah, haven't mastered definitely that. Definitely
1: last end. week didn't. So that's why I was trying to take a new approach where I was like, and I'm here with Jeremy. And then there's a long pause. And there's like, hey. Hey. <laughs> and <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> wow. And Alisa. Uh,
4: hey. Hi
1: <laughs> So we, we I was try trying to like Let's do it a different, different way And then you guys Made it worse So The um, We're not great podcasters No I think we're gr- We're we not great at Entering the podcast That is true Well let's practice Our exit Any uh, book recommendations Guys <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Music fans, back in <laughs> Listen I was in Cuba last week It was awesome Yeah it was such a great time. Um, what's, a, what's a top
2: story you're bringing back from it? Could be a funny, maybe a top funny story, a top... I mean, you told a pretty good one on Sunday of getting poisoned.
1: Oh man, I'm still sick. And so is my son. So we're at planning retreat and he messaged me, dad, where's all the medicine? Oh no. And I'm like, I'll have my mom get you some, <laughs> yeah. Uh wow. so I wouldn't say sick. I would say reacting not sick necessarily. Right. <laughs> mhm. But yeah, so you went
2: there, how far did you get on the project? Like what what this did was that look like? kind cool. of so
1: church <coughs> was multiple hours on Sunday, 3 hours service I think. Then we had lunch at the church, which was um so it was a long lunch, like, uh, you know, full dinner. It was nice. Then we went and visited. We drove around and visited a bunch of churches. Well, we, <laughs> we went home first to change the shower because we were absolutely drenched from sweat. <laughs> and uh, so then we went towards some churches in the evening. Monday, we show up at the work site, and we had devotional with our team. And uh, there was quite a crew there. It was probably 20 people from the church there at least that were there every day. You have all the people cooking and preparing food all day. You've got masons there, builders wow. there, welders there. It was it was a big crew. But we did devotional together. And then our first assignment was to move all the form boards. They had just concreted two upstairs offices or classrooms that are gonna be future classrooms mm-hmm. for the church. And so they were moving the form boats. So we had to move all those downstairs and stack them. And we did that. We moved a huge pile of concrete block. We moved a huge pile of, of um, maybe they were 12 by 12 tiles, but they were, they were like inch and a half thick. So it was like oh, wow. carry three or four at a time. <laughs> yeah. And did all that. It was 11 a.m. And they said, you guys did a whole day's work. <laughs>
2: So then it Did was like, just uh, Why didn't you pace yourself? Were you all like they were
1: just it? They were just blown away. Like, like the group the last group that was here was they so stopped useless. working after lunch. Like at uh, lunch are like oh okay, goodness. we're done, we gotta go home. It was they, they couldn't handle it. Yeah, it was it was hard. So they were like Was it hot? Um, yeah. The one day I got heat exhaustion. The missionary told us later the heat index was 120 degrees. Wow. With the humidity and the temperature. <laughs> wow. Welcome. Um, Welcome well, to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it was, so anyway, we got a ton done. Yeah. But one day we went home early. I'm trying to think of what day, the day I was sick. So it was Wednesday because we ran out of stuff to do. So the, part of it is we think about our supply chain here in the U.S., they kind of have the same issue. Um, and But then they have additional complications. So we, and I gotta be careful what I say, because we were told to be careful what we say. <laughs> um, so if I'm not being recorded, I can be a little bit more open. But we were, one of our projects was gonna be, moving sand, so the dump truck was gonna come, dump loads of sand for the for the um, the masonry work, you, for mixing the mortar and stuff, but hit, it never came. It was supposed to show up on Tuesday, it never came because they couldn't get gas or they couldn't get um, fuel for the dump truck. So one day, and I'll, I, I shared a picture with you guys as a staff, but Mitchell, Emiliano, and Benaya Got on a horse and buggy. Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> they rode the horse and buggy <laughs> to wherever the sand was, and loaded the horse and buggy with sand. Came back, unloaded it all, and then wow. did another half load. So they did a man uh, a, a load and a half of that to get us to be able to start yeah. do it. Well, we had our, we had we were already started, but we were running low, got you. so wow. to get us enough to to finish. So that's crazy. Yeah, it was fun. Just a great, great church. Think about all those people there. I, I think for me that I've been talking too much and so you guys I think that... Uh,
2: no, I, you were the only one on the Cuba trip. We all the, want to know. Um,
1: for me, one of the cool things is how much of a high regard they have for their church. Mm. Like, there was no one there it was like, uh, ah, another work day, building the church. You're like yeah. oh, we're building the church. Yeah. Yeah. And we're here together and they're having fun and they're having fun with us. And they were just pumped. Like they so, like they the way they love their church, yeah. love each other, I think that was. So the church great. you were building was a church that was already meeting. Yeah, the church has been old. So They've been trying to build this building. It's been a (laughs) 26-year process so far. Wow,
4: wow. It took them
1: 20 years to get a permit to build, approval to build, 20 years. Oh my gosh, jeez. Then then they were held up another couple of years, another few years because because of legal problems. So someone (laughs) made a complaint or Wow. Whatever, so that held it up another maybe another six years, and now yeah. they're finally building. so this year they're finally building, so wow. 26 years to get to where we are. So I showed that picture on Sunday.'re built it's a big church. there are three hundred twenty two people in their service on Sunday, yeah, spread out under tarps and whatever to wow. to hold everybody. Yeah. and um, yeah, it'll be like a four to five hundred seat. Auditorium with a balcony. That's when it's done with a
2: bunch of offices and Yep. Yeah. That's so awesome. I think it's cool that like that's such a um such a change up of the normal missions trip, but such a cool Mm -hmm. it sounds way more organized than I was expecting. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't in as much of the conversation and so I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming a lot of the church that we were giving to kingdom builders, like we didn't know what we just knew. Man, if we give to kingdom builders, a crew from our church is going to go build a church. Yeah, whatever that looks like. But it's cool to hear that like there's like a system they're running there. There's an entire organization. Like,
1: yeah, it's the AG missionary. That's cool. Getting funds and teams into what the country cool to building churches all over the all over the country. We must have saw, must have seen, I gotta look through my pictures to get an exact count, but five or six other churches in the area, or maybe there's six churches total, that were also under construction. So wow. we, I take a, um, a taxi to another town one day with the missionary. We take a Moscovich, that was the type of car. <laughs>
2: Was that
1: the taxi you showed us? That was not the cool one I showed you. It was a different one. It was gotcha. a Moscovich, an old Russian car. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that we took to, see, to a church. We get to that, it's a house church. We get there. We go through the house to the backyard. The pastor's there laying block on their church, at wow. their building. So you got him and one other guy, and they're doing their building. We go to another church, their building. We go to another church, their building. Wow. Go to another church their building and it was non stop. Wow. It's like we went to two churches that were completed, but they were completed by our um, five AG teams team. and by the missionary bringing in teams. Wow. And one of them I think I showed you guys a picture, it it looked like a resort. We were yeah, we were yeah, switching hotels and when we pulled in, people were like, This is where we're staying and we're like no, this is the church. Wow. They're like, what? It's so that's nice. That's even cooler because it's not like
2: this... Um, it, 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 that's it's like not just a, that's, a
1: thatch roof house. Right.
2: That's like the, the... Well, we're coming and building you a place. It could be whatever. It's with a couple of blue tarps and <laughs> right. old recycled tent poles. But the fact that it looked like a resort, like that's... Yeah. It was so co- nice. nice. Yeah, and yeah, powerful. That
3: picture looked so, like, fancy and, mm. like, neat.
1: Yeah. So... One of the things that the missionary kept saying was, um, we don't do for the Cuban people what they can do for themselves. Yeah. There's no way they can build these church buildings. Mm-hmm. The the um, the architect who helped design all of them, he was like one of the most well-paid, he made $120 a month. <laughs> wow. The the girl who was our tour guide for dinners, she made $10 a month, that was her income. Mm -hmm. The mason that was there, he made $10 a month and he said the government took five for taxes. So he had $5 a month (laughs) income for him and his family. What? Wow. And so there's no way for them, like we brought $15,000. Right. To buy the next round of supplies for the next phase of the project, more block and, and mortar and, and concrete and stuff. And how long would it have taken that church to save up to save up that? Wow. So I'm trying to remember their offering on Sunday because they they posted their tenants, their offering in, in the Bible verses. Yeah. Their offering was eight hundred dollars. So in a church of three hundred and twenty two people, the offering was eight hundred dollars. Wow. With some Americans in there. Right. So maybe we gave 100. I'm oh, yeah. not sure. I don't yeah. know what our team gave. Right. So, wow. Do you just put it in perspective. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, we, yeah, we got people giving 800 a week. Yeah. A single family. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, what a difference, huh? Yeah.
2: That's so cool.
0: I would never anticipate the offering to be that high. Same, because same right like 5 bucks a month, right, to feed your whole family, yeah. but yet the offering is still
1: Right? Yeah. That just shows like yeah.
0: everyone in that church has got to be Every, giving.
1: Everyone's giving. That's yeah. just yeah. like what cool if again. we did that
0: here in America, right? Like the difference we could even continue to
1: make. Uh, the previous week's offering I think was 600, so maybe we did 200. So uh, yeah. no, that's a but, lot. But still but yeah, like 600 for But it's yeah. maintaining that giving. Yeah. Week after week after week. Yeah. Everybody just you're just doing your part. Yeah. I've got ten dollars, government took five, but I tied on ten. Wow. Right. And so here's my dollar. Yeah.
4: It's amazing. That's
1: so cool.
4: Obviously the um the culture there is going to be different than than what we're used to, but was there anything that you kind of took away um that you wanted to take back home with you, like a type of you know, their character, their heart, what What did you learn there that you're like, I I got to share this with our people?
1: Well, I don't want to give, I'm, I've am i got a thing Friday night that I'll be sharing with Cuba oh, Cuba, and the trip and we got to bring a TV. We got to figure out a way to get the TV there or a projector yeah, so I can sure. share pictures. Um, but, Aren't you glad you know that now?
2: Podcast (laughs) (laughs) listeners?
1: Every meeting's a staff meeting. (laughs) Uh, The uh, So here's what I think. And I shared this with you guys already. But, or maybe just just Stephen. The the day we left, we visited two churches, two pastors of completed projects. So one, it was a church of a thousand people. And he was teaching us about the revival and most of the pastors, so many of the pastors came out of this one revival, like in 1994, 1995, I think. And my prayer was that that would happen in our church, hmm. yeah. that there would just be a revival of people that would step into the into pastoral ministry. Yeah, Not right. because it's better than any other ministry, but because it's a necessary function for the church. Yeah. And if there aren't pastors, then there aren't churches.
4: Right? Yeah, absolutely.
1: And so it's important. Like if if the if the enemy can stop a funnel of pastors then he can stop the growth of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Right. And he can make churches close down because there's no leadership. So it's important. And I'm praying for that to happen in our church. And so I think that was a big... That's so cool. Probably the big prayer. Mm-hmm. God, may you do in our unchurched state what you did in that unchurched country yeah. over the last 60 years. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's like a a one segue of
2: the things happening at our church. If you're, if you're listening and you're like, man, I wish I could go to a, to a place where a church is trying to thrive in a community mm-hmm. that needs help and build something great. Uh, <laughs> this Saturday, <laughs> we have a great work day coming up for a city that needs more Jesus. Yeah, and so sure. it's a work day. And, uh, and I think, I, <sighs> This ties in a little bit, I think, to to your message and all that too. Like, to not hold out on having that heart of serving and building a church for a more spiritual looking version. So, mission trip is obviously it's so important mm-hmm. and it's so needed. They're they not gonna, they're not going to be able to build that without it. But if you have a heart for that, have a heart for. Our local mission field too, and so just that—that that is a, a plug of like church. We need, we need that, mm. we need that working past lunch when the average person leaves at lunchtime, uh, work ethic at the at the sober home right now yeah. to to get that finished. And and there's even if you're listening to that mission trip and thinking like, oh man, that's cool. I wish I could. Like you can. There's opportunity mm-hmm. everywhere. We have projects at your location projects at the the rochester sober home um that we that we need people on and so hopefully that yeah. inspiration that you're kind of bringing through that we could see that translated this weekend and maybe in the future too because um, we have this is our last workday on the calendar for the year right now like on the calendar
0: right i'm sure they'll Will be more, but it would be great to finish it up. (laughs) At least as much as we can on Saturday and not have to keep going back.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. So you went through this this message that you went through this week did you had done a little bit tell me about the back and forth because of your flight. Just a little bit of the planning for this sermon. We we, you you mentioned you had a backup plan.
1: Yeah, I kept I haven't had a good flight in a year and a half until this flight. Right. So thank you for those who really <laughs> did pray. Um, and so it was about hey, if I don't show up because my flight's supposed to arrive at ten fifty p.m. on Saturday, if I don't show up, who's going to preach? Right. And so we talked about that, and ultimately we um, Victoria was selected, and. I was working on the message to get it ready for Victoria and I realized I was working on the wrong message. I had the wrong villain and the wrong Bible character and so I had hours and hours into a message that I'm preaching next week. This week, yeah. Oh,
2: that's so bad. So
1: then I emailed her and I'm like, Victoria, how about you write this message because it will ultimately be easier for you if you have to preach it. So you write it and then give it to me and then if I'm preaching it, then I'll go through and work through it for myself and that will be easier. Yeah. on you ultimately.
2: And then, you cuz now you're <laughs> headed to to Cuba. So yeah. that's yeah.
1: So <laughs> I'm trying to think of when I got a copy of it. I We didn't have hardly internet at all. Yeah. Um, every other day for a half hour, I think. And so I finally got internet, messenger, her, she sent it to me, I watched the clips, we adjusted the clips a little bit, yep. and then I worked through the message, and then um i told her sunday morning hey forgot to tell you i've i've made it (laughs) (laughs) that's great
2: yeah so it was great she came anyway she helped us host and yeah it was great to have her
1: it was great teamwork it just helped me yeah i was able to she and she 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 gave me a great head start and so i you know took the things that were in my heart and Put him in the message and yep. yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love that. Any, anything specific stand, stand out for you guys
2: this week um, in the message that you liked?
3: Uh, good question. Uh, I don't know a lot of things about this character, Disney character, the Disney character. <laughs> if you're listening no way, yeah, I know. You've never I've only seen that, that with the movie one time, really.
4: I love that movie. Love that
3: movie. I haven't watched any of the Disney villains that we were talking <laughs> That's all right. Uh,
2: but you've at least read about Judas. Yes. <laughs> right?
3: Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. I, Judas.
1: I honestly could not think of who the villain was. <laughs> Judas. Yeah,
2: it was, it was a little bit Judas. It was a little bit like it was just us. <laughs> not like, not like you were yelling at us, but like it was like here's the villain. A little bit about Judas. Really, let's talk about our hearts. Well, Which I feel, did
1: like. I feel like in the in the Saul one, I didn't do enough of personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focus. Yep. So this one maybe I swung it too far. No, nope. <laughs>
2: I, I I would disagree. I think I think you landed you landed the plane right
1: where it needed to be.
2: Um, Just like your good
1: flight. Just Just like like the flight. Oh, and I'm not even joking. The flight took (laughs) off early and landed (laughs) early. That's great. (laughs) What? Never happens. That's the power of a praying church. (laughs) (laughs) wow. Everybody be be praying for a response (laughs) on this opportunity. Uh, A response. God move. Give us an answer.
3: Uh, uh, Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah. before before we talk about the sermon, so we just finished the twenty one days of prayer uh, as mm-hmm. a church, as a corporate uh, church. Did you hear any <clears throat> any testimonies coming from it? Or it's true because there was a lot of other focus
2: too. Prayer for yeah. our families. Prayer for I, I saw the a hearers. lot a lot of activity on your posts. We have a Facebook yeah. group, in case you're not a part of it, and, and I saw you posting quite a bit. Every day. Um, Working through that. Impressed. Great job. Hey, thanks. Uh, I don't check Facebook every day, apparently, because I just thought, oh, wow, I keep checking it on day he posts. That's no, funny. he,
3: he posts it every single day,
1: 21 days. I noticed you liked... <laughs> Jeremy liked day 19. I'm like, we're on day 25. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: listen that's not a lack of prayer it's a lack of facebook <laughs> let's
1: get um, this I, know I, I don't know straight. if anybody shared any testimonies with me things that i know were you, we had to bring a lot of tools with us to um to, to cuba yeah and food and i know i've anyway i won't go into a that but w- but we were having a hard time getting eight five cans of spam no one would <laughs> no one would even respond to my post like hey I need five cans of spam I got one like no comment one like <laughs> Guys, it's five <laughs> so cans of spam did I did not ask for a huge yeah. anyway anybody so we, and we needed a lot of tools I'm like how am I going to ask for tools if people can't get <sighs> eight dollars of spam um, but <laughs> fast and all the company Fastenal, they donated grinding wheels, gloves, saw blades. Wow. Um,
3: that you could carry to Cuba.
1: We we brought a generator. We brought twenty pounds what? of welding rods. We brought all these tools. Yeah, we had stuff spread out in everybody's bags.
4: That's crazy. We brought
1: I don't know eight grand of tools with us. I'm not sure. Maybe five grand. And because uh, you can't get it. Right in the country. So
4: <laughs> that's amazing.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so Fast and all donated all the stuff. Uh Mitchell was the connection with that. So that was the answer to prayer. We did get a a big donation during the um during the twenty one days of prayer, which was much needed.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so Kingdom Builder's gift, uh which which was helping us get the stuff we need for a sober living home, get helping us to, um, yeah. So those were just two things that I had my eye on and was aware of. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great.
2: One one thing within, within the message that I thought would be fun to, to talk through or just to hear even more about, your sharing the difference of looking the part and, but, and being set apart, right? I think there were three,
1: three parts. Yeah, I just kept re-saying the same thing in a different way.
2: <laughs> okay, all right, cool. So. I was trying to be, take good notes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is that a <our> third point? <laughs> um, but that
1: that concept, I, I love. I love. He he was them. a part, but he wasn't set apart. Yeah, that was the Judas, yeah. and then. My closing thing I said was it's easier to be set apart than to play the part.
0: Mm. Yeah, that was a freeing thought. Yeah. Mm. That's all I had to say. It's just a freeing thought. (laughs) Because I think, right, we think like it's easier to just keep hiding whatever we're hiding. But in reality, it's like causing us so much stress and pressure and anxiety. And we're dropping the ball and... It's just not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it to carry the heavy bag.
1: Yeah, I think of the scripture, the love of Christ compels me, and we're. It's just so hard to to live right. It's just so hard to be a Christian. It's just no. It's so hard to pretend.
4: Yeah. Right.
1: I think, but when you're set apart, when you when you're following Jesus, it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit that allows you to live the way you can't live on your own.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, so it I was is easier.
1: Yeah.
2: I always feel like it's. It's really easy at first to play the part until until all the as, the beautiful aspects of what being a part of a church community start to play out. and then and then you you start to realize it's not as anonymous as you thought you could stay. It's not mm-hmm. as and it's not like the church is like trying to pull out gossip, but it's one of those like, Hey, worried about you? I noticed this going on or whatever, and, yeah. and it's hard. Then it gets hard to play the part.
1: It's hard to act like a Christian when you have to forgive someone. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just gonna leave you. Yeah. Uh, you know why? No, I. Because if you're set apart, yeah, love covers a multitude of sins. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, you don't want to play. Why would I stay around and play? being a Christian when I hate these people's guts right (laughs) I'm just gonna
2: leave yeah absolutely I listened to a podcast the the other day that was talking through the idea of like the the idea or concept or even just verbalizing the the idea or concept of loving your neighbor is extremely easy beautiful such a fun thing to talk about but the activity Like the the active loving your neighbor Uh, there was some it was like a monk that made the quote or whatever that was like it is a violent action on yourself of like no I will love this person and then they react badly to the gift you gave them you tried to help a homeless person but you didn't give them enough and so now they're mad and you're like and I love you (laughs) and you want to keep loving people and they they don't take your advice or they don't take all these other things. And it's a hard process to actually love your enemy and love people. It just sounds nice. Yeah. But yeah, I love your
1: neighbor. And then, yeah. And then love your enemies. Yeah. Right. Mm.
4: Yeah. The thing of, um, you know, being set apart also is, um, you're set apart and God holds you accountable at the same time too. So I, mm. I liked what you had, had said just a, a minute ago. Um, You know, when we're when we're set apart, God will hold you accountable to that lifestyle that you're striving for. If you can fake it and you can play a part all you want, but if God truly sets you apart, he's going to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you're, you know you're preaching from the rooftop. So if there's things under the surface, he's going to surface yeah. them. you know He's going to bring things to the surface, He's going to bring things to the table. so when people check on you and you want to remain invisible and stuff like that, if you truly want to be set apart by God, you can't. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can't,
2: can't you can't hide. Way. Absolutely, yeah. But I thought that was really
3: good. What are some like? Can we identify people that are s- like we say set apart, but not set apart? If, if yeah, i got a whole list like now. <laughs> <enough? laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> like how, like so, like so.
1: I think about First Corinthians. If you speak with tongues of angels but you do not love you're like clashing symbols i just think about yeah the the legalistic fundamentalist church that just yells and screams about how bad the world is Mm -hmm.
3: and then that's all they ever accomplished yeah yeah that's what happened to judas too right like you brought that up like hey he he was part of the core team of jesus yeah (laughs) the core team but you know, he was set apart, but not really set apart in his heart. Like, his, yeah. his, he was chosen. He was, you know, so, like, even, like, we can have the call of God. We can have the mission of God in our lives, uh, but never even tap into it because of how we live yeah. our and lives. And the dangerous part for us when we're
1: following people is... We follow people who look the part, but they don't have the heart of God. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of church splits right. happen that way, and then a lot of church division happens that way. So someone comes in who looks the part. Maybe they even do miracles. Right, but we don't. We always have to forget that the devil is able to do miracles. You can look in the Book of Exodus and yeah. and see that. You can look in New Testament with the the girl with div- divination. Yeah, who who did that? And so we're like. Oh, this person, I look at them, I admire them. They say so much, they have all these gifts. God, right. God's really using them. I'm gonna follow them now because they say you're a crappy pastor in a crappy church, so I'm leaving. Yeah. What part of the spirit of God is dividing people like that? Right. And so we end up, we can end up following people who looked apart, but they're not set apart. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and is it the book of Jews? It's warning of false teachers. They looked apart they 're talking they 're mm. teaching they 're smooth they 're sophisticated they 're leading people right from the heart of God and leading people to hell, yeah. but yet they 're doing it they 're not saying, "Hey, come follow me to hell they 're saying they 're following Jesus wrong, let me teach you the right way yeah yeah, and I' like, okay, okay, thank you for teaching me the right way. you have so much revelation." You are so wise. Yeah, let me. Now you gotta stop talking to these other people because they're not good for you. Oh, those people, they led you to Jesus, but not the right, I'll give you the right revelation. Yeah. And I was like, oh my, we've got to, uh, yeah. We. That's one of the reasons in our church government, because every church government is a little bit different. That's one of the reasons why we do not have our church membership nominate people for the board. Mm, because you end up voting people who looked the part. Oh, this person's a great business owner. Yeah. yeah, They're so nice. They're so kind. Let's vote them in. And then in private doors, they're controlling, they're vehement, they're threatening. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't get up on the stage like, we're not having this person be on the board anymore because, and, and that was one of the change things. That changed in our church probably 20 years ago. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Wow. Um, Maybe when I was a teenager, it changed,
2: um, yeah, which was I a great
1: understand. change.
2: I think yes. you you brought that up well too when you talked through, and I never thought about the the idea of th- that scripture that was like Judas did it so well that even after it was obvious it was happening, everyone was like, "Who? who? Yeah, who? This? Who? Like they were looking around the room all yeah. confused. So it wasn't like everyone had an inclination. And they and they probably the
1: guy with the (laughs) e-cigarette. But uh maybe it's Judas, you know, you think it's Judas and his girlfriend Barbie? It was funny.
2: You said something like that. Oh,
0: I don't remember, but I was like,
2: what in the world? You said something like, remember. because of his neck tattoos. Yeah, his and I was, pentagram <laughs> neck tattoos. Yeah, I was and, like, and I was like, careful, we a have a wide variety of people we've helped. <laughs> this guy's like, come on. <laughs> I just gave my life.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to get it turned into a snowflake, but I don't have enough money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on.
1: This is a poor guy. That's not Just, true. Like,
0: The option of tattoo you picked, I'm like, what? How did that even come into your head?
1: A pentagram? I was trying to think of satanic.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I didn't say <laughs> the Pentagon.
0: No, I didn't say that. <laughs>
2: you got the Pentagon tattooed <laughs> on oh, his my neck.
1: Gosh. Ooh, bad dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Half the people listening are like, oh, I thought he said Pentagon. <laughs>
2: Ooh, oh, bad dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess but, you couldn't um, just say that too, I suppose.
2: But 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 you're right. Like the people who are following Jesus and learning how to be holy and set apart by our Savior had a hard time yeah. telling the difference, right? And it's that mm-hmm. that's actually like pretty scary when you think through like w- what that could mean for us and what that could work through for us, like I, that idea. I remember
1: preaching about that was it a couple years ago sheeps and goats yes
3: yeah
1: and you can't like we're like sheep and goat big deal but no they were they are hard to tell the difference tell the difference yeah. between the two wolves and sheep's clothing is another yep. illustration in scripture like outwardly yep. yeah and they yeah. look the same
4: yeah, I don't know if it um if it makes me feel better or worse. I feel a little validated by the other disciples not knowing like they they, they, were, they were with him the whole time, but the scary piece is like they were with him the whole time yeah. and they didn't know. So, you know, there's there's times in my life that, you know, I've I've seen people as one way and they turn out to be another way. And um that's always a scary realization for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes me feel a little better that people in, in the Bible literally had a hard time, you know, because right. it is genuinely hard. But it just, you know, brings to light how how close-knit we have to be with Jesus. Because again, if, if, if God is holding us accountable, he reveals those stuff to people who are listening. Yeah. So we really have to be in, in tune with him to make sure that, you know, not to get the inside scoop of people's sins, but to just um, be available for when God wants to bring things to yeah. light. Because if your ears are closed, they're not available, they're not listening, they're not ready or prepared for yeah. something out of the ordinary. You know, um, it's going to be hard to hear those kind of things.
2: I guess I guess that is the one in their defense. They didn't yet have discernment through the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. There could be a level of like... They had to just follow Jesus. They right, had right. no they had no spirit building them up and working through that. So let's just... Well, now
4: but I feel again, bad again. when
1: <laughs> people start praying. But people can be so outwardly right.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so yeah. inwardly wrong. So true. It's so it, true. You, you know, and it, it catches us by
3: surprise. Like, how did I not know? Well, because they were good at it. They were great yeah, at it, sure. yeah. And that's a great reminder as well Right, like Bible says, I don't. God does not look look the outside, but but on the inside. Inside, so you know it's it's better to have the check mark inside of your life Mm. than the outside of your Mm. life. You know because it can be so crappy outside, but you must be the nicest and closest guy or girl. You know the connection with God. Yeah. You know so. Uh, yeah, we need to be modest and stuff like that. But, you know, God checks our heart. Hey. Absolutely. Yeah, You know, like, Judas' heart was not right. Yeah. Like, he was, he was there doing life with other believers. Uh, you know, it's... And again, it's not because they were bad. Right? It's not because Jesus was bad. No, it was his own issues that he never dealt with. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we... The problems that we create or we see is sometimes that we never dealt with our issues and we bring it and we we try to make it other people's problem too, uh, you know? So, yeah. uh, but not knowing like, hey, bring it to God. Like yeah. if he, I was just thinking, if Judas had just said to Jesus, hey, like right now I'm feeling this, yo. Like I'm feeling this, I feel like betraying you for money. You know, I, I just feel this. Uh, can you help? If he had done it, right, we would have we would have not taken Judas as an example for this week. Right, you know. So a lot of times it's just our we don't we don't bring it to the table. Right, and, uh,
2: that is the beautiful part of how all powerful. God is, and how he orchestrates things. Because on one hand, on one hand, this person is is the villain, right, mm-hmm. of betraying Jesus, um, having the wrong heart, working through all that. But even that person that close to Jesus doing the ministry in the wrong way did not hinder God's plan. In fact, God orchestrated it so that sour heart mm-hmm is what was the catapult for it, the catalyst for it. And so I think some people I feel like are false teacher, like fearful. And there are YouTube channels everywhere. Like news just in, this person's a false teacher now. Beware, beware. And it's like very like fearful. And it's like, yes, like guard your heart. You could be led astray, Mm -hmm. Um, but don't just take a... Preacher for the gospel, read read your Bible, but ultimately, don't live in fear because God's an all powerful God, and even one person who was faking it among the crowd actually ended up being all part of the grand plan to bring us salvation.
4: Yeah, right.
2: so I think that's just kind of a cool aspect of like bringing you, hopefully, brings some breath of like, okay, like yeah, there are false teachers out there, but if I'm pursuing with a pure heart. God's plan is to bring him glory and and for me to bring him glory as well. So I just need to trust that. Yeah.
4: What the enemy means for evil, God turns it for good. Even the most impossible, even the worst, he flips it around and changes it into his plan, his purpose, his benefit. So, yep.
1: So good. Well, listen, I appreciate talking with you guys and, um, Excited for, I think my favorite one of the series is next week. You think about, you know, we've had unknown um, animated villains, but this is like an unknown Bible villain. And I love the, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I love the clips and I love the Bible story and I love the message. So I already got 90% of it done. (laughs) Yeah right. I feel so at ease right
2: now. Listen, you did yourself such a favor. We're here planning for the rest of the year, and you don't have a sermon to worry
1: about. Yeah, great job. Yeah, it'd be praying for us because um, we turn off this podcast, and we're gonna start working on sermon series for 2024. And uh, so yeah, it'd be praying for us as
2: we'll have finished it by the that. time they heard it. but,
1: yeah, but God, but we're open, to God's, we we're open to God's we're open to God's edits. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, I can't think of the book. Oh my gosh!
2: Any book? We're like got to be over a hundred episodes. This is the first one
1: that yeah. you've not had a book. Well, I mean, I do have one, but I'm trying to think. I a book on Judas, a book on the twelve. This oh, the one Jesus loved. By uh, Robert Crosby. That's yeah. a good book on, on your inner life. Yeah.
3: Sorry. I'm, there you
2: go. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a meme right now <laughs> because the it talks through uh there's a scripture verse that, that talks through they they ran to see and and the disciple Jesus loved ran faster than it was like something. <laughs> And someone overdubbed that scripture to the uh, Captain America scene where he keeps going, on your left, and just zips by him. It's just it's like, like the like one who Jesus loved and just looks like. <laughs> it's just a stupid <laughs> name that made me laugh. Anyway, because it was his own gospel, he wrote that. So it's just funny. Like, And by the way, I ran a lot faster. Mm-hmm. A, little, a little plug for you. <laughs> it's just, anyway, yeah. Thanks for chatting. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank
3: you. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I <laughs> do <laughs>